Food prices are something all of us are intimately aware of these days, so we thought we'd reach into the vaults and pull out a radio interview from 24 years ago to show that you're not alone in your concerns about food and making ends meet. This episode features an unedited conversation between Dennis Mills, internationally celebrated musical performer Sylvia Tyson, and legendary radio broadcaster Michael Enright. The audio was from a December 1999 broadcast of Michael's program, This Morning, which was originally aired on CBC Radio 1. We hope you enjoy this episode of The Life of a Servant, Reflections on Food Security, a tribute to Canada's family farms. Welcome back to This Morning for a Thursday and O Canada. This is our weekly look at national politics and national political affairs. My name is Michael Enright. Now, last month, you might remember, we talked about the problems on the family farm in Canada. Our panelists were Noreen Johns of the Saskatchewan Women's Agricultural Network and Larry Solomon of the Urban Renaissance Institute in Toronto. Here's just a snippet of that conversation. Canada enjoys the cheapest, safest, most abundant food in the world. There are countries that spend 50, 60, 80 percent of their of their wages on food, and they might get a, a whole chicken hanging that you have to eviscerate yourself when you get it home. Canadians expect chicken breasts uh, stuffed, breaded, put on a nice little tray, and they want cheaper food than oh. anyone else. All right, hang on, Larry. Is that a point? You've got a good point there. That when uh, we pay it in our food prices. Well, if we, if we didn't subsidize uh, farmers, uh, we would have less Canadian produce, but we wouldn't have less produce. There are many, many uh, farmers around the world who would be very happy to, to supply us. So we get the lettuce from California instead of from... And, and don't, let's not forget third world farmers. They are the real victims in all this. They, they, um, they should be farming. Th- those are the, the, that is the kind of... They often have a, an agricultural economy. Uh, and we are preventing uh, third world farmers from uh, from advancing because these subsidies by Canada, by the Euro- by the Europeans and the Americans are hurting third world farmers as well. That was Larry Solomon of the Urban Renaissance Institute and Noreen Johns, a Saskatchewan farmer, from a conversation we uh, did last month. Well, the Liberal Member of Parliament, Dennis Mills, happened to hear that conversation, and it was enough to push him into action on a project he had been thinking about for quite some time. Dennis Mills is in our studio in Toronto this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Michael. What was your reaction to that, uh, that roundtable we had on farming? Well, my immediate reaction uh, was that, uh, with all due respect to uh, Larry, his uh, system of measurement for a nation is uh, upside down in terms of mine. I just uh, I just don't calculate the way you uh, build a nation's strength uh, on an earnings per share per quarter basis. You mean he was being too, what, business-like? Well, I, 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 th- I think in this country we have been so obsessed with the fiscal framework of the nation over the last 12 years that we are losing uh, very important parts of the social fabric of this country. And that social fabric in fact, does make a substantial economic contribution, especially in urban areas. You know, we we sit here in the richest city in Canada, in downtown Toronto, 
And uh, we're pretty uh, smug at times about what's going on in rural Canada. But the fact of the matter is that the agri-food industry in our city employs one in seven people. So well, we I never think, think of where the food comes from. We though, never yeah. think about the where the we we never think when we buy a loaf of bread for a dollar and a quarter yeah. that the farms the farmers share on that is six cents. We never think of the fact that a one in seven of our neighbors are employed in the agri food industry, and, and the beginning one in seven. One, actually, it's one in seven, and and you should uh, it's the third largest employer in our country. So I think it is self serving for us in urban areas across Canada to protect our first culture, our agricultural base in this country. And I think to just uh, treat it in a wherever we can get it, the cheapest anywhere in the world, that's not where I come from. But Dennis, where you come from, you're a city kid. Well, you're a downtowner. You're... Yeah, I, I, am, uh, I am a downtown city, Riverdale, East York person. And, uh, but the, the fact of the matter is uh, I listen to my constituents. Uh, I do my best to listen to them, but... And I can remember a few years ago when we had a compare the share exhibit on the Danforth, Michael. Uh, you know, here's a jug of milk and the farmer gets this and this is what you pay and yeah. the bread, etc. People, people came in and they were shocked at how little uh, our farm families receive. I mean, the average family farm income in this country is $14,500. Well, Michael, uh, you know, workfare in our city yeah. right now, you get f- almost that. Now, tell me about this project you've been thinking about for some time, uh, that you heard Larry Solomon on the radio. What happened? Well, actually, the first spark on this came from uh, an artist, uh, Ronnie Hawkins, who invited me to... The Hawk. uh, The the Hawk uh, invited me to an event in Arkansas where they were doing a family farm tribute there. I couldn't go because we were opening Parliament. But he did come back and he said, Dennis... The Americans do a much better job at promoting and uh-huh. supporting their rural communities. Why don't we do something in Regina? And I said, well, Ronnie, that's preaching to the converted. Let's go into downtown Toronto. And from there, we had a little debate in the House of yeah. Commons. And uh, from there, we went around and we talked to people in the city that like to do things. And it's all come together. But and the it artists, didn't by just the way, the... all come together. What did you had to do? What did you do? Well, I mean, I, I first of all, we went to Packin Entertainment, who are talent coordinators. Uh, they approached a number of our great Canadian artists, some, and, and they they all came on board in a second and said, "Yes, let's do this." One of the challenges we had was the fact that we wanted to do it quickly. We wanted yeah. to do it because these people are in in certain parts of our country are in serious pain right now, and months, uh, days seem like years to them. So. Uh, the artists have responded. We then went, of course, to CBC Newsworld. And by the way, CBC Newsworld has just done an, an entire restructuring of their day on the Sunday, on the Sunday. 16th, to dedicate it to uh, agriculture. And, right. and sponsors and everybody came on board. But Dennis, you well know that a lot of people out west, I don't mean out west, a lot of people in, in the west, in mm-hmm. Saskatchewan, say that that pain, to a large extent, is caused by the Liberal government of which you are an honoured member. Yes, I am a, an honoured and loyal member to the Liberal Party and to my leader. But uh, one of the things that uh, we celebrate in this party is that we have a right to challenge, debate, uh, even ourselves. And not just in private, we can even have these debates with our constituents and our community. I've never seen a perfect piece of government policy yet, whether it's, uh, whether it's cultural policy, tax policy, whatever. And the problem that we have in the country right now, Michael, is that days or how many phone calls would you think I would get in a year on rural Canada or agriculture? Right. Zero. 
But I want to tell you, once we get the city residents involved in this debate, I would suggest we're going to become a lot more accountable for our rural Canada. January 16th at the Air Canada Centre, and the lineup of performers is unbelievable. Gordon yeah. Lightfoot, Randy Bachman, Prairie Oyster, Michael Burgess. And on the line now, one of the people taking part in the concert is, um, well, my favorite Canadian singer. I shouldn't say that. Ooh. Anyway, I've, lo- <laughs> I've loved her work for more than 25 years. Sylvia Tyson, good morning. Good morning. When did you first hear about the concert? I guess uh, two to three weeks ago. Pretty short turnaround time. <laughs> That's Sorry for sure. about that. <laughs> why, did you, why did you agree to become a part of it? Was it? Mills, was that persuasive or what happened? Back in. No, uh, it, they phoned, said what it was, and I just instantly said yes because it's a subject that's very close to my heart. I'm from southern Ontario. Right. And uh, grew up with, with that life. I mean, I... I did farm labor all through high school to pay for my books and clothes. What, when you read about what's happening, in, in, especially in, in Saskatchewan, in southern Saskatchewan, Manitoba, what's your feeling about what's happening there? What's your take on it? Because as Dennis has said, it's, even though we don't recognize it, it's a crucial part of, our, of the fabric of our society. Well, it is a crucial part, and it's not just in the West, you know. Right. Uh, I notice when I when I go back home, there are fewer and fewer of the of the family farms. Is that right? Oh yes, yeah. And I mean, I have nothing against agribusiness. At, at least it's it is Canadian produce, you know. But yeah. there, there's a way of life there that that I grew up with, which seems so much a part of the fabric of the country mm-hmm. that I really hate to see it disappear. Do you think it's in? Let me ask each of you. Do you think it's? Uh... It's on the verge of disappearing, Sylvia? Do you think that's possible? I don't think it would ever disappear totally, but it becomes harder and harder. It's the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Well, and the, and the facts uh, tell us right now that if we as a nation do not attend to our rural base, that within the next 18 months we could lose as many uh, as 60,000 farms, which on 280,000... 60,000 farms 60, or 000, farmers? No, no, f- Farm. 60,000 operating farms. Wow. And I mean, that's a, that's a substantial uh, portion of our, our, you know, our, our, our agricultural fabric. And, and, you know, I travel all the time, and I note more and more in the interior of, of B.C., that all of that orchard land is being built on. It's disappearing uh-huh. so quickly. Is the, the concert, you've talked, have you talked to uh, any of your fellow performers about it this, this coming Sunday? Well, because of the short time frame, I haven't really had the chance. Um, I'm going to be um, performing with Prairie Oyster. Uh-huh. And, and did have a rehearsal with them, all of them. Well, half of the band lives in rural areas now. Right. Right. But you're going to be playing, you're going to be performing before, I assume, a largely urban audience. Mm-hmm. Does that, how does that change what you're going to do, or does it change? It doesn't change because the message is the same. And really um, what, uh, what uh, was said about preaching to the converted is absolutely true. You have to reach people who have not heard all of this, yeah. who, who need to know about it. And... Uh, I think that it really is not so much a fundraiser, although it may become that if it continues, because the money that's going to be raised by this event is really just a drop in the bucket. Sure, yeah. This is yeah. this is more a consciousness-raising mm-hmm. uh, event. Nodding. And yes, there, there may be, what, 10,000 people there, I think was the latest count, but I'm sure there'll be a lot more by the time we actually perform. 
but the national coverage that this is receiving shows that this issue has has relevance and importance. Dennis, this is just one element of a larger campaign you're planning. Briefly, just tell me about that. Well, I mean, I think that by doing it now, bringing it to urban Canada, that's where 80% of our voters are. You will also affect the timing. You will force those decision makers, those executives that are really seized with the file, to move their decisions forward in a much more expeditious way. Most politicians would rather lead the parade than follow it. And I think that uh, we're going to affect positive change quickly. You have been listening to The Life of a Servant, a Dennis Mills podcast. Visit DennisMills.com for more information and archived episodes of this program.